we target with our Kanuka brand with the WooCommerce space specifically. So we're not dealing with general e-commerce leads. It's mostly customers that have seen we do WooCommerce and they make an inquiry based on that. Yeah, I think that on the Magento side for the business, it's all very enterprised of the sort of projects that we do. It's bigger customers. We work for businesses like Jaguar Land Rover and JCB and UASA Batteries. So they're all big, very large customers. And that for us is our enterprise sort of offering. Whereas on the Woo side, it's more sort of the SME side. Hey, Bob WP here and welcome to Woo Agency Chat, a Do The Woo podcast show. This show is brought to you by Hostinger. Whether you're a small or large agency or a freelancer, learn more about their options at Hostinger.com. And Weglot, who is known in the WordPress and WooCommerce space as a solution to help builders turn client sites into multilingual shops at Weglot.com. I'll tell you more about our sponsors later in the show, but Robert and Robbie return with another Woo Agency chat. This time they have a conversation with Ian and Philip from Kanuka Digital. The chat just doesn't touch on Woo, but also a little bit on their work with Magento as well. And having started in the music industry, we hear a bit about their journey to focusing on e-commerce. We also hear about their experiences on various platforms, specializing the Woo Expert Program and the importance of community involvement in the open source space. So let's join the four of them. Hello, this is Robbie Adair with Do The Woo. And I'm here with my co-host, Robert Jacoby. Robert, how you doing? Excellent. Hey, Robbie. The Rob and Robbie Show, or Robbie and Rob Show, however anyone wants to hear it. <laughs> well, I'll put my name first. I like that better. No, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're here with Agency Chat, and we have got a new agency to talk to you on here that I think you guys are going to really find interesting. We have two members from Kanuka Digital. Uh, we have Ian and we have Philip. Now, now, Ian is one of the founders, and Phil, I do believe, is heading up their WordPress side of things. So I'm going to start with Ian. Ian, how are you doing today? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, really pleased to be on the show and, uh, yeah, just to meet you guys and uh, just get out there. Cool. And Phil, how are you doing today? Perfect, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having us on as well. Cheers. Yeah, so I head up the, the WordPress team. Um, we mainly work on WooCommerce projects, but we also have a a little uh, doubling in LMS, which we're really enjoying at the moment. Uh, yeah, we build custom WordPress sites, bespoke uh, designs typically. And yeah, we have a really nice starter theme and stack that we build our sites on, uh, which we can possibly delve into later on. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds really interesting. And before we dig too far into your WordPress and Woo offerings there, though, Ian, can you kind of give us the history? You know, where did you even come up with the word Kanuga? Where did this come from? So tell us a little bit about your agency. Yeah, so the, the name uh, Kanuka came from, um, I go down to New Zealand quite a lot, and um, I really like it there. And um, yeah, so Kanuka is a, uh, is a tree um, in the same family as Manuka, and everybody's heard of Manuka honey, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty uh, big. Um, and yeah, so we're looking for names for uh, a new division in, in our business. And uh, I really like that name. And so, yeah, and 
because the domain name wasn't bought until I would say 2017, uh, that the, the name obviously it's hard to buy domain names. So, you know, we could, we could, cho- we had to choose a name and, you know, you want to come up organically in Google, don't you? Um, so yeah, we, we went for this name, you know, and, and if you Google us, we come up number one. So that's, that was pretty key to the, the decision making process. But, uh, so yeah, that's how we got the name. So, so, so folks are going to make some assumptions of where you folks are based out of, uh, and where is that? Yeah, so we're based in uh, Stafford in Staffordshire in the UK, so right in the middle of the country. You know, it's a really nice town and it's really well connected. It's like, you know, we can get to London in, in an hour, you know, Manchester's maybe 45 minutes away, Liverpool, so we're on the main sort of train line, so really well connected to, to the rest of the UK. Brilliant. Thank you. Just in, in case folks were like, uh, Kanuka, New Zealand, wait a minute, where, where are we talking about? <laughs> Now, Ian, you said Kanuka Digital is um, a new division. So your company is older than that, right? I think you said like 28 years. Yeah. So um, so I started the, the business with um, uh, myself and uh, a guy called Nick Pinson uh, in 1995 um, under the name of uh, iWeb. So I was working in a, a dance music record shop around sort of 93, 94, and while I was studying for a degree. And I could see that the um, the future of, of music buying and purchasing was going online. Um, so my idea was to sort of set up a, an e-commerce agency that specializes specifically in the music industry. So we we started in a, in a bedroom, like all businesses do, <laughs> Um, and and started targeting sort of labels with big catalogs and and record shops, um, and and it and it, it went well. I mean, we we you know we run quite a few projects, and um, and everything was going going really really well. And then we um, hooked in with a uh, an EPOS provider in the UK called Ranger Computers. So they basically provide EPOS systems for record shops, um, and they are, you know, one of the biggest players here in the in the UK. So what we did is we built a connector to their system um, and built our own sort of e-commerce platform. Um, and um, basically, they went out to the to, to the world uh, with uh, this new solution um, and um, and did the selling for us. Really, I mean, they they've got about two hundred customers, um, and you know, quite a few of them came back and were, were interested in the platform. So, so yeah, it, th- that's how we sort of started on in, in, in that space. Um, and then, um, you know, I think one of the big problems was at that particular time is people couldn't listen to, to music and, um, online. And, and this is when Real Audio came out. So if you, I don't know if you guys remember Real Audio, but Real Audio was one of the first sort of compression um, pieces of software out there that allowed you to listen to music online. Um, so yeah, so we, we adopted that as part of our tech stack. And, um, and again, it went really, really well because people could audition the, the, the albums or, or records and, um, and then buy it and, and get it delivered. It was, it was brilliant. So in the late nineties, um, the sort of MP3 format was starting to come out. Um, and we were seeing it 
it was going to probably be the, the dominant force. And we could see that labels out there were just starting to sell MP3s on through their stores. Um, so we thought, okay, this could be a really good thing for us. So we re-engineered our e-commerce uh, platform specifically around digital downloads. Um, and as I say, again, that went really, really well. People loved that. And we um, managed to win some really, really nice contracts in that space. So we started to work for uh, record shops like, or record labels, I mean, like Defective Records. We got Ministry of Sound, DJ Download, 3B Records, and a host of more stores. Um, and then around that sort of same time, we were um, getting asked to sort of build sort of generic sort of e-commerce sites. Um, you know, other businesses were coming to us and say, hey, could you build us a, an e-commerce store? And we were like, okay, yeah, we could do that. So we decided to re-engineer our e-commerce platform um, to start selling sort of regular sort of products. And, you know, sort of over the years, that platform just got better and better and the portfolio grew nicely. And and then really around the sort of uh, late sort of two, uh, sorry, early 2000s, uh, we started to look at our e-commerce platform and, and just try to make it more sort of market leading. Um, so we, a lot of the projects that we we're doing at that time were really quite large and we were writing lots and lots of bespoke code in there. And to be fair, in that, in those times, people were happy to pay for, you know, writing bespoke code. You know, we would just write function after function and function. But the smaller customers were coming along wanted something cheaper. Um, and you know our solution at the time was was you know quite large and and, and the smaller sort of SME market didn't want to go down that road. Um, so that's when we started to dabble in um, systems like Actinic Catalog and OS Commerce. I don't know whether you guys are uh, familiar with that, but we really really liked OS Commerce because it was built on the same stack as our proprietary system, which was MySQL PHP. Um, and we could extend it because it was all open source. So, yeah, so we went down that road and, and built a few stores in OS Commerce. And then in about 2009, Magento was released, uh, which was actually based on OS Commerce, and I think it was built by a company called Varian. Um, and, yeah, we, we really liked Magento, and um, we realized that Magento was actually a lot better than our proprietary platform, so we decided to... To adopt that and uh, uh, and yeah it was uh, really successful we started using uh wordpress i'm gonna jump right in there because there are a lot of platforms what i'm really curious about is uh you know a lot of the journey of how we went from pearl and magento proprietary been there i ran the agency in 2000 so i know the, the pains that we've learned and you know how do we get to all of a sudden Phil and WordPress or WooCommerce or, or Woo or WooExpress? We keep changing names. This was great this week. It's all Woo all the time now. How do you tackle that, Phil? But yeah, we, I joined the company um, around 2011, I think it was, straight out of uni. And there were a few WordPress projects knocking about uh, at iWeb. And yeah, it wasn't too much later. Um, one of our music customers they ran a sort of um magazine style website um they were looking to start selling sample downloads because that was sort of their target market and they wanted um 
it's a really nice, smooth integration with their e-commerce side. So we weren't going to, you know, install a separate e-commerce platform and have different accounts for the two sides of their website. And that's where we sort of discovered uh, WooCommerce at the time it was uh, under WooThemes. And yeah, that project went really well. Really happy with um, the, the technical aspect and how we could extend it and style it and make it look on brand for our customer. Uh, and so I suppose that's where it, uh, it, it sort of was born from. So how has, you know, you know, Magento obviously open source ish on and off, uh, depending on you know what version you're on and how you how much you like Adobe. Uh, but uh, on the WordPress side of the universe, how has that transitioned to not not just on the technology side, but also on you know uh, how you explain the benefits of WooCommerce, Woo.com, I guess we're just going to call that these days. Um, someone's going to correct me at some point. But uh, you know, how do we how do we talk woo to our customers as you know agencies? And I guess that can go to both. You know, obviously uh, Ian and Phil. But since Phil was the last on the docket, it's it's interesting because I say we we target uh, with our Kanuka brand with the WooCommerce space specifically. So we're not sort of like you know dealing with general uh, e-commerce leads. It's mostly customers that have seen we do WooCommerce and they make an inquiry based on that. I don't know if Ian's got anything to add there. Yeah, I mean, I think the the you know in on the Magento side for the business, it's 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 all very enterprised of the sort of projects that we do. Um, it's you know bigger customers. Um, you know, you know, we work for businesses like Jaguar Land Rover and JCB and uh, um, US Batteries. So they're all big, you know, very very large customers, and and that for us is our enterprise sort of offering. Whereas on the Woo side, it's more sort of the SME side. However, we're we're very keen to sort of work with Woo on on their enterprise product that's that's coming out. You know, we're super interested in that um, and and how they're going to reposition the product in that sort of more enterprise space. Uh, we've used a, a phrase, a word, a term a number of times. Uh, can someone define uh, was EPOS, EPOS, something like that? So yeah, EPOS is electronic point of sale. Thank you. I love defining terms, uh, you know, jargon or you know, terms of use. Just yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is that how you say it in America then? The just POS for oh, just POS. Okay, yeah. Oh, we just put the electronic. Yeah, we don't have the electronic in front of ours, but it's the same exact same thing. It's the point of sale system that they're using there. Yes, exactly. It's so um, I'm I'm curious because I think it's fascinating that you guys have a an agency that does focus on Magento. Uh, and, and I guess you guys are also kind of offering that Adobe's uh, their system that they built when they took over uh, Magento, it looks like on your main website, but then your Kanuka is geared towards woo. And so my question is, how do you, do you find yourself directing your clients as to which is the best solution? Or are you having your clients come and ask you for the solution? Uh, generally, people come to us and are asking for for Woo projects under the Kanuka name. So you know, people come in through the website or our connections and our through our portfolio, and they're specifically after WordPress solutions. Whereas in the under the iWeb brand, it's specifically Magento projects all the way or Adobe Commerce, I should say. Mm-hmm. I, I love that question, Robbie. How do they know about WordPress and Woo? I mean. 
if you're if you're a mom and pop, you know, a little brick and mortar thing, how would you even know about that? Do you does does Kanuka do outreach to, I guess, uh, what we'll call the you know clicks and mortars of the world, or are you really focusing on uh, other channels to drive the Kanuka brand? Yeah, I think th- a lot of it for us is is partnerships and and relationships. Um, you know, we've because we've been going so long. You know, we've got a lot of uh, businesses that we work with or people that have worked at businesses. So there's always a sort of steady flow of um, of of new work coming in. And you know, because we promote the the, the two products, you know, we sort of move th- those particular customers down the software solutions that we offer. And do you find that you're having any of your uh, Magento customers that are also becoming WooCommerce, whether it be a replacement or whether it be that they have other smaller campaigns that they want to use different technology for? Yeah, I mean, I think, do you want to answer that, Phil? I was going to say, especially when the um, Magento 2 hit, we saw you know there was a, a lot of customers that needed to migrate from version 1 you know, and the outlay to go to a Magento 2 is is a fairly substantial build. So at that point, we were seeing we were targeting um, with a with a campaign, you know, people possibly looking to to migrate to Woo, and that that was that was a path that we took. I, I love that you're marketing to your own customers for that too, though. That's cool. Um, and by the way, though, I think that that is the bane of all open source projects. Obviously, is when there are painful migrations, right? I mean, that's We've seen this in many open source projects um, that painful migrations hurt your community. So I think that uh, obviously that is one of the things that has made WordPress and Woo stick around so long is that they have tried very hard to make migrations the least painful as possible, even though it may have been a sacrifice in certain things. Yeah. I mean, the the commitment to backwards compatibility is um, potentially... um you know, in some respects, uh, damaging, <laughs> but but also the platform does move at a, a reasonable pace, which you know, provides stability to very valuable. As a builder or an agency managing multiple sites, check out Hostinger.com. Their infrastructure brings your client sites speed, uptime, and security. Also, at your fingertips, you'll find a powerful suite of tools for security and performance, code and content management. Now add to that the ability to manage your WordPress website through WP CLI for control configuration and plugin updates, enhanced WordPress acceleration powered by Lightspeed Enterprise, control over auto updates, free migrations, and of course the essential staging sites. Through all of their services and features comes e-commerce optimization for your clients woo shops. So when you think about it, overall, everything you need to keep your client sites running smooth can be found with their agency hosting at hostinger.com. Weglot is known as an industry standard in the WordPress space to help builders turn client sites into multilingual shops. And as a supporter of the WooCommerce community, they are not only helping with the language barrier of Woo shops around the world, but they are also global sponsors in the WordPress ecosystem. With this sponsorship, they continue to build long-lasting relationships and make new connections with the community and with you, the Woo Builders. So kudos to Weeglap for this larger support to the ecosystem 
and make sure at the next event you attend to find them and say hi. And you can always learn more about Weglot by simply going to their site, weglot.com. Robbie, we met during our Joomla days in BC, parentheses, backwards compatibility was uh, an interesting uh, conversation all of the time. And, uh, you know, obviously WordPress does a great job of bringing folks forward. Uh, WooCommerce, I'm sorry, Woo? Are we done calling it WooCommerce? I, I need someone to legit, I, I need Bob to fly over from Porto to Chicago, slap me in the back of the head and say it's now just Woo. I will give you that. You, It's just Woo now. You can just say Woo now. By the way, I had been calling it just Woo for years, so I'm kind of glad they did it. So now I, <laughs> I, I'm justified. Yeah. Uh, so woo.kanuka.com. Got it. Um, that's... <laughs> That's a good idea. We should do that. I'm on it. I would love to see more agencies actually lean in that way, be, you know, have that, whether it's like kanuka.com slash woo or, you know, woo dot blah, 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 make that happen just to uh, expose e-commerce to more and more people. You know, I'm a, I'm a open source uh, zealot's a strong word, but you know, I'd like to, you know, push buttons here. Uh, God bless Advocate. you, Robbie. How about that? Um, you know, what do you folks see as what you can contribute back to the community that's uh, making all these uh, agencies uh, successful? Yeah, so I mean, we've we've written a plugins for WordPress.org, and we CMB two. I don't know if you're aware of that project. It was it was cool before ACF really took over. That was sort of the the early beginnings with. Um, uh, more hardcore development. We wrote a bunch of um, extensions for CMB2, so different field types, like there was a map field type and a select two field type. So we we put that out there. Those projects became uh, fairly successful. They got bundled in with you know other themes, other plugins. Um, but there's there's the other ways of giving back. So we sponsor a lot of WordCamps. We uh, organize a, a local tech meetup group for the Staffordshire region. Uh, and just you know, generally getting involved. Phil, give the guys a bit of an overview of, uh, of the of your staff's web meetup uh, project that you guys run. That's it. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, just a general meetup for um, uh, anyone in tech. It, it started off as a you know web web development meetup, but over the years uh, we've just gone general development, tech, design, that sort of thing. So we tend to get in a guest speaker every month, and um, yeah. Pizza, drinks. Uh, but uh, it's a very strong community, you know, in central uh, England. I mean, everything from, you know, uh, Liverpool, Manchester, uh, Bristol, uh, Birmingham. It, it's it's a strong WordPress community tied around everything from SEO to design and, of course, e-commerce. You folks have a very competitive landscape. And are you just targeting the, uh, you know, England or the UK or EU or globally, uh, you know, how do you make that all, you know, what kind of advice? So yes, it's a sneaky question. At the end of the day, the question is what kind of advice can you give to other folks who are sort of regional, who can expand uh, their uh, area of uh, business and service? We work internationally, you know, we've got customers pretty much all, all around the world. Um, and um, it's, you know, I, th I think it's great to to, to, to to work for, you know, different businesses around the world. You know, we do stuff in the States. We're doing a quite a big project in Spain at the moment. 
you know, it's it, it's 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 nice to work internationally. But on the other side, we do most of our business here in the UK. You know, we we find that a, a large portion of the business comes through through here. But in terms of answering your question on on the how do people grow the business um, when they haven't got those sort of customers base at the moment? It it's hard. You know, there's there's a lot of competition out there. Uh, a lot of people you know, fighting for the same sort of dollar out there. You know, there's a lot of smaller agencies that are a lot more competitive than us. So it it is difficult. And, um, but, you know, we've been very lucky that we got in such a long time ago and, and uh, have managed to build our client base and get our reputation out there. Um, and I noticed that you guys are Woo Platinum Certified Woo Experts. So do you find that being part of the Woo Expert program is helping you, uh, whether it be get leads or whether it just be able to close deals because it shows your expertise? I mean, since we've joined, it's been, it's been great. There's definitely some more leads coming through. So people, you know, have, especially I think on the sort of takeover side, you know, there's quite a few, you know, WordPress projects that aren't, haven't been built well and, and you know, there's quite a lot of disgruntled customers out there, unfortunately. Um, and we're definitely getting people who are, you know, had worked with a particular development company, had a bad experience, and and now they want to work with somebody who actually knows what they're doing. They go through the uh, the marketplace, they find some companies they want to talk to, and and we, you know, we get contacted. So that's working really, really well. But I'm really, in, we're really enjoying sort of working more. You know, more closely with automatic and and meeting more people um, in our community. So um, it's it's been great from that perspective as well. Awesome. And do you guys, on that same kind of note of being certified by Wu, um, are you also do you engage in partnerships with other agencies or products? We definitely do on the on the sort of the Magento side. You know, we work with quite a lot of other Magento or Adobe commerce agencies. And, you know, we have regular meetups with those guys and talk about, you know, what we're doing, um, you know, things that are going well, things that aren't going well. We also go to the meetups with uh, on the, the WordPress and Woo side. And, you know, Phil was over in Athens earlier this year and you get to meet, you know, lots of agencies and tech partners and, you know, and just sort of build the relationship so uh i'm trying to figure out what can we help yes i know you don't necessarily want to figure quotes help other agencies but you know a lot of this you know on, on on our chat is you know we've been around a long time what kind of advice can we bring to that next generation of agency even freelancer solopreneur uh working with you know whether it's you know some other semi open source project we won't mention mention their name uh or you know woo and you know how do they get involved you know what you know what were the challenges and frankly the benefits you know both technically you know community wise phil and ian obviously business wise uh that you know we can inspire the next group of folk to be involved you know, it's it's one of those things of the open source community in general, but WordPress specifically, there is such a strong community um, going to events. Uh, a lot of it moved online during COVID as well. So the barrier to entry now to, to learn from others, it's, you know, it's 
there's no reason not to to join some of these online events like WooSesh that just passed was uh, really useful and you can learn from other people in the industry. Um, so yeah, that, that's a really strong uh, aspect of of the Woo uh, community as well. So yeah, um, I think um, for me, I think on the business side, people should be um, trying to specialize in a, in a particular area. Is is where I see it. I think you've got to be if you try to sort of just sell general web design to to everybody. It, it's it's hard i think to build portfolio you need to pick a little niche become really really good at it um build portfolio and then what will happen is people will find you because they'll see you've done this project that project the other project and then and then they you, they deem you an expert in that area or you've solved problems that they think they they need solving so specialization i think is key um pick a niche pick Pick a you know a vertical that, that that you're interested in, and and build portfolio. Yeah, I totally agree with that, Ian. Too, and and you're, I mean, the fact that you guys started in '95 in the music industry, that was a very niche. What you were going for was very niche, and it did work for you. But you expanded over the years, so definitely, uh, it, your your story proves what you're saying. So, totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, now, you guys, um, I want to tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. I also want to point out, just because we know that in the tech industry, there's been lots of uh, turnover going on right now. And so there are people looking for jobs. You guys have a couple of uh, careers on your website right now, some vacancies. So I want to tell people about that. They can go and visit your website and take a look at those careers that you have open. Um, but how else should people reach out and uh, get in touch with you guys? Phil, I'll start with you. Yeah, so we have uh, socials, so Acnuca Digital on most platforms, and you can also follow uh, some of our developers directly as well. We get involved, so we're happy to um, uh, interact. So I'm at Mustard Bees, uh, and one of my colleagues on Twitter, or X, whatever it's called now, is at Lara, V-A-Q. Cool. All right. And Ian, how should people reach out to you? Yeah, just to go our website, really, is the is the best. We've got a contact form on there. Um Email address is uh, hello at canucadigital.com. Um, and uh, yeah, if you, anybody wants to talk to us, we're happy to help anybody or um, point them in the right direction. Awesome. Good deal. And Robert, if people would like to follow you and find out what is Always going at robertjacoby.com. Thanks, Robbie. Yes, robertjacoby.com. And Robert uh, occasionally does a newsletter out of there, so you should subscribe so that when he does send it out, you get the good, juicy news. <laughs> I'm missing my coffee uh, newsletter there, sir. I need it. So it needs to come back. And uh, you can find me anytime you need to at OS Training or Media A Team, Robbie Adair. You can just Google me. It's either me or a soccer player in Canada. You cannot confuse us. I promise you. <laughs> so, uh, and thank you guys for joining us today. We hope other agencies uh, got some insight and some inspiration from this talk. And don't forget to listen to the next episode of Do the Woo. Just want to thank Ian and Philip for joining us and again, sharing some great agency perspectives. And I hope you listeners are gaining some good insights from all these agencies we are talking to. Also, a big thanks again to Hostinger and Weglot, who helps us make these stories come to life. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.